Empower Radio presents Out of the Fog. Join intuitive guide and spiritual teacher Karen Hager for lively, positive conversation with lightworkers, healers, and dynamic wisdom keepers. Get ready for inspiration and connection. This is Out of the Fog on Empower Radio. Here's your host, Karen Hager. Hello and welcome to Out of the Fog. I'm Karen Hager. Each week at this time, we gather for spiritual conversation with enlightening guests, and I'm glad you're here. In today's turbulent and polarized world, Dr. Julie Krull is a voice for healing and wholeness. She's here today to talk about how applying heart-based, soul-centric perspective can help us calm our minds, heal our bodies, and create sustained peace. Julie invites us to step outside of our outdated worldview to create more beauty and peace and healing for ourselves and for the world. Are you ready to meet her? Dr. Julie Krull is a steward of the new earth, midwifing the evolution of consciousness, whole systems health, and a whole world view. Her 30-year career as an intuitive integrative health practitioner and as a psychotherapist has influenced her work with evolutionary leaders and change makers, co-creating connections that inspire personal, cultural, and planetary healing. She's a mentor, speaker, teacher, founding steward of the good of the whole. Of course, she's the host of the Dr. Julie Show, All Things Connected, and the author of the new internationally best-selling book, Fractured Grace. You can find out more about Julie and her work at juliecrull.com. Julie, welcome to Out of the Fog. Oh, thank you, Karen. Thank you. It's so good to be back with you and your listeners. Oh, thank you. I love having you on the show, and I knew you were coming today, so I wondered if you could kind of help talk me off the ledge a little bit. You open the book by saying, we are more than this. We can do great things. Anything is possible. That is a very, it's a brave and expansive statement at a time when it seems like everything is being broken down into the meanest, most divisive increments. So when I read that big, beautiful, inspiring thought quote, I thought, no, it doesn't. No, I can't. No, mm-mm. no, I won't. No. I, and it just kind of sometimes makes me want to just waddle off into the darkness looking for a donut shop. So can you speak into that big, expansive, beautiful quote? Mm. Thank you. Thank you. I would love to. You know, it's funny because I'm sitting here on the 22nd story um, looking out over a ledge, you know, and it's like there's so much down there. And I know that that role. Okay, so I'll tell you really where I'm at. I'm in New York, New York, um, in Las Vegas, not New York. I'm in Las Vegas and I'm on the 22nd story and I'm looking out this window sitting at this desk. And there's the roller coaster right outside my window. So when you said that, it's just like, oh my God, this is it. Like you're on the ledge, you're ready to go. And the roller coaster's like being crazy, whipping around and taking us all, all kinds of places. So, and I say, we're better than this. We can do this. And so thank you for this opening because our world feels like that ledge. Our world feels like this roller coaster. Our world feels like this crazy hub dub of polarization, like you say. And I'm with some, I'm with my sisters and my stepmom. And, and I've heard, I don't know how many times, oh, what a crazy world we're living in. Oh, what a crazy world we're living in. Okay. So we are designed very differently than what we're seeing right now. And Karen, the one thing that I think is so important for our listeners today to really hear is that designing intelligence that's at the truth and the core of who we be. 
literally this world that we're living in, that we're seeing falling apart and the polarization and the arguing and the, the crazy stuff that's happening is breaking down in a beautiful way, making way for the emergence of a new operating system, if we would say it that way, that literally how we created our world over the last several centuries was in a consciousness of separation. We saw ourselves in our development. I'm going to just say this. This was natural, normal development of a species. Our species woke up and said, oh, we're separate. We're separate from the earth. We're separate from each other. We're separate from this creator source that that is so distanced from us. We're separate from the rest of the inhabitants on the planet. We're separate from the trees. We're separate from the animals. We're so much smarter. And so we developed every system and structure from that place of consciousness. It's like we woke up and we were in, let's just say we were in kindergarten and said, oh, wow, we can read and write now. We're learning to read and write. Let's move to first grade so we can develop it. So we developed this planet and every system and structure in that consciousness. And what's happening is we've learned through science, through spiritual wisdom, through um, decades and decades of awakening now on the planet. We're learning, oh, my gosh. We're not really separate. We're remembering who we really are. We're remembering that this same creative intelligence that's in the the Amazon jungle is the creative intelligence in the white lions in Africa, which is the same creative intelligence that's in my body healing me in this moment and reminding me to breathe and exchanging oxygen for carbon dioxide. It's like this incredible wisdom that, We always intuitively know. I bet everyone, if they just take a breath, close their eyes, connect with their heart right now, they'll go, yes, of course. We never have been separate. We just imagine ourselves as separate. So what's happening on the planet right now is that those old systems and structures don't serve us. They've actually been developed to the point of hurting us and creating a lot of stress And so we're watching. I mean, everything's breaking down. It feels crazy. It's like, oh, my God, there's polarization. But what's happening on the planet is there's these different ways of seeing the world. And those that are still in this place of, oh, my gosh, it's I'm I'm scared. Look what's happening. We we constrict. We go into fear. And then it's self-preservation mode. And yet coming back into that hard space, understanding, like you had said in the intro, that soul centric place of understanding who we really are we're here to live for the good of the whole we're really here and designed to be a part of one interconnected interdependent loving living system we are all a part of one so there are beautiful things happening on the planet Karen, there's amazing initiatives. There's incredible people doing amazing things that are healing and bringing wholeness into our systems and structures. Some are in transition and evolution. Some are breaking down as new are being built. But it's all happening and we just don't see it. We don't we don't know it's there, but it really is. And so going back to that original quote, Karen, we are better than this. We have that innate capacity within us. We have this inherent wholeness. We are whole beings. And part of that wholeness is that we're one with 
all of life, creator, source, planet. And here we are stepping into our greatness now on the planet. There's a lot going on that's really beautiful. And it's really time to tell that story so those standing on this cliff or riding that roller coaster can breathe a sigh of relief and say, oh, okay, I, I can create this this beauty, this peace, this healing for myself now. And I get it. The world will support this emergence of this new is a healthy, beautiful thing. And I find I find a beautiful paradox in this, too, that it is mm, one of the ways I think in which we are changing as as people, as we evolve, as souls, as we evolve, is that we get better and better at holding opposite things at the same time. And so it becomes true that I am limitless and limited, right? I'm a physical being, physical body, chronological time, all that, and limitless because I am a child of the divine, because our essence never ends. And so as we hold these things that don't seem like they go together, I feel like holding those things expands us. And the paradox I hear you kind of speaking into is that for me as a real person who watches polarization and goes, what the heck is going on? What am I going to do? What's my response? I can from that place also be connected to that core of consciousness and connection. And by holding those two things together can try to heal and change my life and change the life of the people who I love and people in the world from that place of the in-between mm. that it's not all or nothing. Mm. You know what, Karen, so when you said that, the first thing that I heard was holding both makes us more whole, right? We're not compartmentalizing. We're not splitting off. We are not. We're we're this undivided whole. So Marion Woodman, back a couple decades ago, um, wrote about holding the tension of the opposites. And I always have loved that phrase. And I'm just like imagining, like right now I'm doing this, I'm holding my hands out as far as they can go with my hands up. And it's like imagining myself holding the tension of the opposites, because if I can hold both, I become more whole. And you're exactly right. Even in this new age of awakening where people imagine that they're getting rid of the physical material, they're getting rid of the ego, they're letting go of themselves as separate selves. It's like, no, you know what? Um, Someone said to me this week, oh, I'm so glad we're equals. We're working on a project. Oh, I'm so glad we, we can be equals. And I haven't, I haven't texted back. It was like, all of a sudden I'm like, you know what? We don't have to be equals, but we, really need to be holes. Like, how do we be whole? So holding the the divine as well as our humanness at the same time, it's the same as holding, this may sound really scary to a lot of people right now in this moment, but hold the far right and the far left, just hold it. And it's not about being the in-between, it's being the all. It really is about how do we hold the all with love, with compassion, knowing that we're, we are all, we it's not an and both anymore. It's the and both all. It's like, we're shifting our consciousness and amplifying. We're coming into this higher level of understanding that it's not an either or anymore of, Oh, to, I have to ascend that level of consciousness. It's like, no, let's be all of it. Let's just be all of it. Let's show up as all now and really hold that. Is that 
is that helpful, Karen? It is, and it and it speaks too into that illusion of separation, which I agree with you. That illusion of separation is at the root of most of the pain and upheaval and all the weird ways we trip ourselves up and mess things up. It also speaks into that because if I can stretch out my arms and hold both ends of that spectrum, whatever it is that I'm holding far right, far left, or whatever it is, Mm -hmm. I, I don't have to spend so much energy differentiating myself from that. I can see how it feels to hold both and possibly learn from that. Right. And come to then, how do I really feel? What do I really believe is the, is the best action? That idea of holding the, the, the center, like capital C center is also going to affect how judgmental I am, whether I'm exercising judgment or I'm exercising discernment, which is way more fun and better things happen when you exercise discernment. And so there's a lot to be said for kind of standing in between. Yeah. You know, with the center with a capital C, thank you. That's a beautiful way of really creating this coherent, grounded sense of alignment with our authentic true nature and so even this metaphor that we've picked up here quite organically in this moment like it's a great tool for all of us like stand there with your hands wide open and then literally put anything in there like you said it's like black white high low hot cold whatever that is that we're holding that opposites that you know the like the tension of the opposites bring one hand forward put them put put your things in each hand bring one in and feel what it truly feels like to only be that one thing bring the other one in and experience yourself in relationship to those opposites and then really stand there with the all and and come into that center with a capital c it really is a a beautiful exercise that can be so healing for us on many levels, on multidimensional levels. You're listening to Out of the Fog with Karen Hager, and I'm talking with Dr. Julie Krull. Her new book is Fractured Grace, How to Create Beauty, Peace, and Healing for Yourself and for the World. That healing, just as I understand it and as I practice it, healing comes from that place of being able to be absolutely present, um, being exactly where you are, no matter where that is. That to me is that's the little that's the seed of healing and of intuition and of in uh, conversation. Everything starts with being present. When you talk in the book about creating conditions for healing to come forward is an aspect of that about being present with where we are in that connected core, holding the opposites. Mm. Oh, I love that, Karen. Yes, absolutely. So creating the conditions for the healing to come forward is creating those conditions for that alignment with the designing intelligence that's within doing the healing, right? So we create these conditions. So if we think about healing, What we know about physical healing is that coming into the presence of it, it's like, number one, coming into the presence of the symptom or the illness, the ailment is an acceptance piece, right? It's coming into a place of peace, but also coming into the present moment is bringing us fully into this moment where we can create that sense of balance, harmony, unity, peace that is 
opening ourselves to the deeper levels of healing. What we know to be true is that stress is a response that creates constriction. And so, number one, a great stress that we have is not being in the present moment, right? We're too far in the future. We're too far in the past. We're too far into thinking about something mentally. We're not, like you just mentioned, coming into the presence is accessing that intuition, accessing that truth, and really creating that coherence that we're talking about, that resonance with this higher intelligence and stress constricts and it literally creates so many more other conditions that are not healing but it just brings us out of that place like you mentioned where we can help our bodies do what they know how to do we can help our culture do what it knows and it knows it needs to do so so yes presence is one of the most important pieces in this healing process for us for listeners who want to, who who maybe are feeling themselves a little bit disconnected or feeling themselves on the roller coaster, whoa, no, right? Um, yeah. For listeners who are feeling that way, what are some things that they might be able to do to tap into that present moment sense or tap into that kind of consciousness of the whole? Mm. You know, there. the beautiful thing is, so many people are teaching these tools and techniques now. It's like, you know, so you're going to, you could get on social media, you can walk down a city street, you're going to see yoga classes, meditation classes. I mean, there's just all kinds of beautiful resources available to us. But to be really simple and direct right here, right now, start with connecting with that heart space. Like it starts with your breath. And a connection that brings us down into the awareness of the heart space. It's a really easy tool. Oftentimes we get bottlenecked and stay in our head and, and get so mental. And then we're like into fear, anxiety, stress and taking in like literally if we're taking in the one side of that polarization, like looking at the hand that we said and oh, here's this one stressor thing. We're cut off from that. Just take a deep breath. Bring your awareness into this moment come down into that heart space and imagine your heart breathing and beating with you in this moment, like literally allowing your heart space to expand. There's science involved with that. If anybody's interested, go to heartmath.com, look up the HeartMath Institute. There's science that's showing us and spiritual wisdom and intuition. This is, oh, what is this intelligence of the heart? And we have this beautiful, incredible energy field. There's the electromagnetic field around our heart, but there's this also this um, spiritual energy that's within that field that brings us into this place of peace in the present moment. And if we're focused on the heart and imagining ourselves breathing into that space and expanding that field and staying in there, we are not stressing about what to cook for dinner or how to pay the bill this month or um, holding our breath for the roller coaster ride that's right outside my window. It's like coming into that space brings us into our wholeness 
so much easier and more efficiently. It's a good place to start. And a practice of doing that can bring us more consistently into a place where we start to, you were talking about remembering, where we start to remember who we are, not just like recall it, but in a way where we are putting ourselves back together, remembering who we are in the world. Absolutely. So remembering, re-remembering comes back to that sense of wholeness and that remembering that we talked about of we are a member of one unified planetary body right now. We are that. We are an important, vital function within this one planetary body, each and every one of us like cells within a human body. And when we work together in this coherent, harmonic way, we each have our individual role, responsibility and job to do. I might be a liver cell. (laughs) I had this thought the other day, like, who wants to be the endocrine system? Like to say, oh, I'm a part of the thyroid. Like that wouldn't be real sexy, right? But we each have our job. We each have this incredible role to do within this one unified planetary body. And we are remembering that. So as we're remembering, we're literally hooking up, creating more coherence, working together, finding other cells within. If I'm the heart, I'm finding my heart cells right now. I'm finding the liver cells and we're learning how to work together again for the good of the whole, bringing that that beauty and healing forward. Now, I know we just have a couple minutes left. Can you let the listeners know how they can connect with you? And I'd love, if you don't mind, share a little bit about the Dr. Julie Show, All Things Connected and bring people up to speed on all the many projects that you're working on. Mm, well, thank you. Oh, find me at juliecurl.com. And if you like literally the Dr. Julie show, all things connected, you can find that at the Dr. Julie show.com right here on empower radio. So look up empowerradio.com and, and do a little search under the podcast. You'll find all the archives there as well as the Dr. Julie show.com. One of the projects that I'm working on, Karen, that's so exciting is it's fun that the juice is really moving now in um, the good of the whole. You you mentioned I'm one of the co-founders of Good of the Whole. And many of our founding stewards advisory committee are coming together to really say, how can we support individuals, organizations, groups who are living for the good of the whole right now? So we're really working on <laughs> fun new initiatives of ways that literally bring us together, help support us and provide mutual aid, mutual nourishment, mutual support for one another as part of this living organism that we're talking about. And so the listeners that tune into goodofthewhole.com or goodofthewhole.org will find um, new ways to get involved, become a mentoring steward and, and let us the collective community support you as you're supporting others in our own special projects, even just in this remembering process. Like, oh yeah, I got to remember wholeness is not, it's innate, it's inherent, but it's not fully supported in our, our world right now, our popular media. It's really hard to go, oh yeah, remember my wholeness. So come to go to the whole.com and come play with us in this beautiful emerging field. I love it. That's a beautiful way to remember how big we really are. 
how even though we are this little light in this little body, we also span dimensions, consciousness, time, space. And projects like The Good of the Whole remind us as we look into that and learn from it how big we really are and how big our paths can be. Is that right yeah. to say? Yeah, you know what? A lot of people will hear the phrase good of the whole, and it's a nice phrase, but literally it is so much more than good or whole. And it's so much more than the phrase because what it really means to live for the good of the whole affects everything that we do when we really understand that when we understand that the earth is me i'm going to treat it a little bit differently when we understand our neighbor as ourselves we're going to love them differently you know love our neighbors as ourselves so it's so much more and you're right it's so much bigger and it's really multi-dimensional it's more cosmic than just our planet and yet we need to wake to who we are right now in this physical plane and on this on this planet right now there's so many wake-up calls no matter where you're at, you're going to have a wake up call, whether it's coming from climate change, whether it's coming from the cultural, the the political, the education, the healthcare. I mean, there's so many different wake up calls. Here we are. We are so much bigger than what we even can imagine. Julie, thank you so much for being on the show. It's always great fun to talk to you. Mm, Karen, I love to talk to you. I've told my listeners, if they haven't listened to you yet, do. Your voice is so yummy. Your wisdom is so deep. So thank you so much for having me here. And and I always love to come and speak with you in this moment. Oh, thank you. That is Dr. Julie Krull. Her new book is Fractured Grace. And you can find out more about Dr. Julie and all her work at juliekrull.com or at goodofthewhole.org. And of course, you're always welcome at karenhager.com. Great place to find out about what's coming up next on this radio program. Find out about upcoming classes and events. You can even schedule a private intuitive session if you are so inclined. And thank you for listening today. Together we are spreading a little more light in the world and a little more light is always a good thing. Until next time, I'm wishing you peace.